0: Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. Well, as I have made today's episode, I am really grateful to God for giving me this opportunity to read to you again. In our previous episode, we saw about how the wizard Simon had seen the works of God and how he had tried to bribe the disciples to get the gift. And we also saw how the Ethiopian eunuch put his trust in Jesus and gave his life to Christ. In today's episode, we shall be introduced to Saul. Saul, who was visited by Christ, changes his life and later becomes Paul. Paul is the one who writes pretty much most of the New Testament. So going forward, we will be reading a lot of works of Paul. So here's the beginning of how Paul Saul gets into the picture and we also see how he was blinded by God and how his sight was restored. We also see a very spectacular miracle by Peter. The lady disciple the peter who had died is raised to life. Let's go. chapter 9 the blinding of saul all this time saul was breathing down the necks of the master's disciples out for the kill he went to the chief priest and got arrest warrants to take to the meeting places in damascus so that if he found anyone there belonging to the way whether man or woman he would arrest them and bring them to jerusalem he set off When he got to the outskirts of Damascus, he was suddenly dazed by a blinding flash of light. As he fell to the ground, he heard the voice. Saul, Saul, why are you going out to get me? He said, Who are you, master? I am Jesus, the one you are hunting down. I want you to get up and enter the city. In the city, you will be told what to do next. His companions stood there dumbstruck. They could hear the sound, but couldn't see anyone. While Saul, picking himself up off the ground, found himself stone blind. They had to take him by the hand and lead him into Damascus. He continued blind for three days. He ate nothing and drank nothing. There was a disciple in Damascus by the name of Ananias. The master spoke to him in a vision. Ananias? Yes, master, he answered. Get up and go over to Strait Avenue. Ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus. His name is Saul. He is there praying. He has just had a dream in which he saw a man named Ananias enter the house and lay hands on him so he could see again. Ananas protested, Master, you can't be serious. Everybody is talking about this man and the terrible things he has been doing. His reign of terror against your people in Jerusalem. And now he's shown up here with papers from the chief priest that gave him license to do the same to us. But the master said, don't argue, go, I have picked him as my personal representative to the non-Jews and kings and Jews. And now I'm about to show him what he's in for, the hard suffering that goes with this job. So Ananas went and found the house, placed his hands on the blind Saul, and said, "Brother Saul, the master sent me the same Jesus you saw on your way here. He sent me so you could see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. No sooner were the words out of his mouth, Then something like scales fell from Saul's eyes. He could see again. He got to his feet, was baptized, and sat down with them to a hearty meal. Plots Against Saul Saul spent a few days getting acquainted with the Damascus disciples, but then went right to work, wasting no time, preaching in the meeting places that this Jesus was the Son of God. They were caught off guard by this and, not at all sure they could trust him, they kept saying, Isn't this the man who wreaked havoc in Jerusalem among the believers? And didn't he come here to do the same thing, arrest us and drag us off to jail in Jerusalem for sentencing by the high priest?" But their suspicions didn't slow Saul down for even a minute. His momentum was up now and he plowed straight into the opposition, disarming the Damascus Jews and trying to show them that this Jesus was the Messiah. After this had gone on quite a long time, some Jews conspired to kill him, but Saul got wind of it they were watching the city gates around clock so they could kill him then one night the disciples engineered his escape by lowering him over the wall in a basket back in jerusalem he tried to join the disciples but they were all afraid of him they didn't trust him one bit then barabbas took him under his wing he introduced him to the apostles and stood for him, told them how Saul had seen and spoken to the master on the Damascus road and how in Damascus itself he had laid his life on the line with his boat preaching in Jesus' name. After that, he was accepted as one of them going in and out of Jerusalem with no questions asked, uninhibited as he preached in the master's name. But then he ran afoul of a group called Hellenists. He had been engaged in a running argument with them, who plotted his murder. When his friends learned of that plot, they got him out of town, took him to Caesarea, and then shipped him off to Tarsus. Things calmed down after that, and the church had smooth sailing for a while. All over the country, Judea, Samaria, Galilee, the church grew They were permitted with a deep sense of reverence for God. The Holy Spirit was with them, strengthening them. They prospered wonderfully. Tabitha Peter went off on a mission to visit all the churches. In the course of his travels, he arrived in Lyra and met with the believers there. He came across a man. His name was Agnes who had been in bed eight days paralyzed. Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And he did it, jumped right out of bed. Everybody who lived in Leda and Sharon saw him walking around and woke up to the fact that God was alive and active among them. Down the road away in Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha gazelle in our language she was well known for doing good and helping out during the time peter was in the area she became sick and died her friends prepared her body for burial and put her in a cool room some of the disciples had heard that peter was visiting in nearby lyda and sent two men to ask if he could be so kind as to come over peter got up And went with them. They took him into the room where Tabitha's body was laid out. Her friends, most of them widows, were in the room mourning. Then Peter showed pieces of cloth where Gazelle had made while she was with them. Peter put the widows all out of the room. He knelt and prayed and he spoke directly to the body. Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He took her hand and helped her up. Then he called in the believers and widows, and he presented her to them alive. When this became known all over Joppa, many put their trust in the master. Peter stayed on a long time in Jopa as a guest of Simon the Tanner. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Through today's reading, I learned that if God has chosen you, He has a plan for you. Well, God chose Saul. He chose him even when he was a bad person and when he was persecuting the Christians. He chose Saul and he turns him into Paul. And he is called to share the good news to the non Jews the people of the earth and to the Jews this was God's plan for him little did he know that his life was going to transform in fact he was preparing to go against his disciples to capture them put them in prison harass them and kill them so here we see a spectacular change in his life we also see how Peter goes on and or the Bita who had died, is raised to, to life. So you must understand that if God has a plan for you, and you are willing and obedient, those plans will come to pass. So Saul so had to make a decision to follow the instructions of Christ. If he He could have even said, okay, no, I don't want to go there, or I don't believe, things would have been different. We wouldn't have had the New Testament as we have today. But Saul decided to believe and to honor and to follow the instructions given to him. And only when he did that, did he see his life transformed and his purpose came to pass. So today, you must know that God has a plan for you and that you need to follow his instructions. Whenever you feel in your heart God is speaking, just do it. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, bless and abide with you now and always. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Stay tuned.